Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. What's up, y'all? You're on the Vinny Rock Podcast. Before I get on with my boy, Phil Garcia. Um, and you guys, you guys are going to be blown away when you get to know who this guy is, but, and the world needs to know who this motherfucker is. I'm going to just say straight up, but before then, and hopefully I'm, I'm help catapult that shit, but, uh, we'll talk about our sponsors. We got core medical group, testosterone replacement therapy shipped directly to your home. A lot of men of 25 and above go get your blood work done. And I promise you your testosterone is probably low. I believe it's probably our diet. I believe it's probably our fast food and everything else in the world, whatever it is, men are having low T younger and it is a fucking mind blowing. But when you get your testosterone levels checked and you get them regular, you will feel good again. And your lady will thank me. I promise. So Core Medical Group, go hit them up. It's a testosterone replacement therapy company that will ship it directly to your house with telemedicine, baby. So go check them out. Live Bearded, promo code Rocco. Look at this beard. It is alive, baby. This thing got my wife pregnant again. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like it should. Uh, promo code Rocco, 10% off. You guys, go check it out. Willie Peach Chocolate, veteran-owned company. This dude does it all by himself. He grows hot chili peppers, and he puts them into his chocolates. They're called – there's things called the Moab, which is like 2 million Scoville units. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. You guys will love it. If you like spice and you like chocolate, go check out WillyPeachChocolates.com. Bullion Box – excuse me, that – don't it made me burp but bullion box is a subscription-based service for you to get precious metals silver and gold you can hit them up for the 200 dollars 300 dollars 400 dollars subscription they will ship it directly to your house with a value of precious metal and right now if you guys don't know the market is booming for silver and gold go check it out bullionbox.com you got barry law it is a veteran-owned law firm that focuses on getting veterans the disabilities they deserve Go hit them up. If you guys have problems, if you guys are struggling to get the disability rating that you deserve, go hit up Barry Law at ptsdlawyers.com. You can hit backslash Rocco to hear my story. Go hit them up. I want to give them a plug. They really are genuine fucking people trying to help you get the, get the disability ratings you deserve. Modern Gun School is a distance learning gun school that will help you become an armorer. They, they will take your VA benefits. They will also take Voc Rehab benefits, and you can get all the supplies shipped to your home for distance learning in the comfort of your own house. You can learn how to build rifles and fix them and clean them. Go check them out at www.mgs.edu. Last but not least, my organization, you got veteran.com. We're giving away a truck to some lucky person in the efforts of raising enough money to build transition centers for veterans who struggle with transitioning all over the world. We are doing big things uh, one step at a time, and it's all about giving back to the community, providing value, and strength cartel because I got a shirt on. I'm just going to give him a shout-out because I love the homie. But here we are, bro, Phil. So this is the first time we've actually spoke directly, right? I know. Isn't this weird? This is so strange because – you know, we keep up with uh, uh, online, you know, we, we, it's weird because I feel like I know you already, but yeah, we yeah. technically never. This is how we've, we've talked to each other, dude. So I want to give anyone who's listening um, and watching, this is going on YouTube now too, as well. That's what I started doing this platform, but 
So the first time I saw you, I saw you and I'm like, bro, I recognize this cat. He's done, he's done some stuff, right? He's done some acting here and there. So I recognized your face and I can't, couldn't pinpoint where it was. I still can't, but I remember seeing you around thinking, okay, I, I recognize that actor. You're sitting across the table in a diagonal from me. And it's the scene in the, in Mayans where we find out that you're lying. <laughs> you get caught straight up red-handed, bro. And <laughs> I'm the rat, bro. I'm the you're rat. the rat, dude. And I'm watching you. <laughs> And I'm watching you, and I was like, oh, fuck. This dude is in a different world. Bro, it was such a powerful performance. And I want this is the first time I'm telling you this right now. I want to tell you that. It was so powerful, bro. It stuck with me, dog. Like, I went home and, 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 and Googled you. I found your Instagram. I followed you immediately. And I was like, this motherfucker's fucking dope. And as an actor to actor, like, I, dude, I'm in, I see this shit all day long, right? And there's, there's these moments that are powerful. And I think you, you remind me a lot of Richard Cabral, right? And, mm. and, and Richard Cabral, I mean, that just, that you in the same sense as him, you know, that's, that's powerful. He's a fucking talented motherfucker, bro. And I've mm. done scenes with this dude that just blow me away, but that scene, it wasn't directed at me, but man, I felt it. I felt it in my heart was like, this motherfucker's next level. And so I am excited for whatever you do in the future, just to follow your growth as an actor and waiting for that one opportunity that the world's going to get to see that. Cause that moment, bro, people don't, they didn't, they didn't appreciate it as much as I did. I don't think. And I was like, fuck. And then they, then they killed you, bro. And you're fucking, (laughs) you're, you're tweaking. I was like, Oh shit. I got like, because I really was impressed. I was like, man, I wish, I wish we gave him another season because um, I just genuinely think that you did really well that moment was so powerful for me and it was just, just incredible. I, I'm curious, what do you feel during that whole scene? Like, what was that about for you? Well, I'll tell you the, the, you know, the Mayans journey was a long one. Uh, I, I initially went in for the, I actually, I, I'm not sure they changed all the names around initially when they were auditioning for, for uh, series regulars um, and Wendy O'Brien, such an angel on this earth casting director for, minds uh shout out to her she's by far one of my favorite casting directors in la she over the years she's she's brought me in for multiple projects but this one was the one i got pretty far she changed my life she changed my life so yes she is she um she has this energy about her that that you want to you want to do well um in the room and 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 auditioning is such a weird fucking thing like it's such an odd thing uh like we can get into that but um wendy brought me in for i, I actually got to read with raymond cruz at the time i went in and i read with raymond cruz i i might have been um i might have been um thought of for Co- the role of coco i'm not sure they changed all the names around but oh i, I can see it the, I, yeah dude i remember being in the audition with raymond cruz and raymond cruz is like literally legend in rolling, the game, t- rolling tears in a, in, a, in a scene and i have to like console him in a scene and i'm like it's okay brother or whatever and i was mind blown just at that right so so it, it just to get that far and to not get it and then to be brought in uh, over the years for different roles here and there i'd never gotten anything in this one you know uh, i think i was the first person to go in for this particular first call audition and i just remember thinking prior to going in like I, I, I want this. I want this really bad. It's a co-star. Tech, technically, it was a co-star. But, yeah. um, you know, for actors that that start off in the game, co-stars are the, are the um, 
you know, the roles that you take initially. And then as you move along, you start to step up to a, a recurring co-star, then it goes guest star, then it goes recurring guest star, then series regular, right? So technically I had done a couple recurring roles prior to this, but I said, my agency was like, ah, oh, you know, probably shouldn't do any more co-stars, you know? I was like, no, I want, I, I want to be on mine. So like that was, that was the most important thing to me. The, yeah. You want to have had, had the experience of wearing that cut. Right. Yes. It, 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 I've, I've watched all of the shows prior to this, all of the episodes of mine's prior to this season or to the second season rather. And uh, um, needless to say, I was, I was a, a fan, you know, I was, yeah. I was a huge fan of the show of Kurt of uh, Elgin. Um, so uh, just a, an honor truly to be, to be able to sit at that table, even as a rat, um, somebody's got to do it. I, I, I'm, I was down, I was down to do it. Um, it's all part of the mythology, right? Saying that. I, I, I thank you for saying that. that. That means a lot because, you know, you, as a, as a, you know, day player, you go on and you do a bunch of these and sometimes you get to talk to the people and sometimes you don't. Um, and that's fine, but there, there's a, there's a piece of it that you miss um, the connection that you miss sometimes because everybody's like, fucking tunnel vision on set and, and 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 for people who are listening to this that are not actors that are just interested in the entertainment industry there is so much going on that you cannot really um you cannot really hone in on what is all the levels that are happening and and that's so funny that that was your experience because me i was like that's weird because you know you try and jump into the skin as much as possible but in that moment i was just like kind of shaking inside you know i was i was uh so nervous like like uh, being around everybody and you know uh i mean you guys, yeah, it's you it's guys. not easy it's a strange kind of thing yeah. but well but you're coming into you almost happen yeah you're almost coming into the foreign territory of a community that's already been built around it right like you are the strange object in the room and we've all built family friends between us already so it's like showing up to a new team and trying to like it's like the new kid in class hey guys and you're like we don't have time right now to associate with you because we're all focusing on our shit so there's this there's a distance there that that can be uncomfortable you know what i mean and and we don't have the time to bring you in and say bro what's up you know but that's okay you know and and you know that's so funny because that is my life in a nutshell my my life it has been i just had a conversation with a homie about this he was saying you got to find your niche you got to find what you do you know like for instance matt damon is is the elite he's the guy that is the brilliant guy that he, he and he started that for himself right he he, he created his niche is like what he does he's like uh born what what is it uh, matthew born like he, or, jason born jason born Jason Bourne. Oh, shit, Matthew. Matthew Bourne is a, is a, <laughs> is a ballet guy. Wow. Uh, okay. Classic. Wow. Theater kid. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, so you kind of find your 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 niche in the world, and and um, you know, you kind of have to uh, uh, find your your way. How do we get into talking about this shit? I, I was gonna no, add a point, but <laughs> is your character? You you showed up in this group that we were already established, oh, okay. and you're like the the stranger in the room. Right. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. That's my life in a nutshell. It's like, I wasn't always picked first. You know what I mean? I was, I was always the, the, the kind of the, I wasn't the leader, you know, I was kind of a nerd, you know? And so when people, 
I was just talking to a friend. Uh, basically, I wasn't the first person that was picked on the basketball team. Yeah. But once I was picked, I was like tooth and nail. Like I would, I would fight and make sure that my team won. So, uh, so when bringing it back to minds, if I'm sitting at the table and if I'm nervous inside, that's that's part of being an actor. Is what I'm trying to say is that you deal with you deal with that uncomfortability because. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, I'm afraid I'm, 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 uh, it's like kind of you're nervous inside, but somewhere down the line, you kind of learn to um, encapsulate that a little and like create a little, create a little um, dragon ball Z. What, what you create a, like a little ball like this. And then like you fucking, you, you like throw you use it, it and you take yeah, that, yeah, you you ball that energy and you use it towards your character. Yeah. And it's, and it's interesting because, in a, in a way, all of the energy that I was feeling from everybody else, and I felt it, and I felt it. I, I you know, I and thank you for sharing that story with me. It means a lot. Um, as an actor, as an artist, from another, um, from another human being, I think. Period. I think that means so much. Um, so thank you for saying that. Um, but you know, you 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 kind of take that energy and you kind of make it what you make it. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was intense. It was a really intense scene. It's kind of technical. A lot of people don't understand that it was. It was kind of technical. I technically only had like two lines or whatever. When you guys watch it back, yeah. like I have to pull out the gun in such a way. Wait, yeah. were you across the table from me? Yes, motherfucker. I was right across from you. I was watching you, and I'm thinking this motherfucker shady. Oh yeah, it was fucking weird. It was it was such a weird uh, s- scene because I knew it was about to happen. But you have to. I had to pull out the gun in such a way that that homeboy behind me had to put the gun and he whacked my ear one time and I, my ear was ringing. I didn't want to tell anybody, but like the gun was a real gun and he literally pistol whipped my ass on the, on the <laughs> ear. I thought I was fucking bleeding. I thought I was bleeding. Uh, God, we're going to get in trouble. Sag is going to, Sag is going to, you know, no, no one listens no, no, no. to this. It's, 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 my mom's the only one who listens to this podcast. So we're fine. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and my mom will be the only one also that watches this. Okay, we'll have, so, we'll uh, have two viewers, so we're good. <laughs> classic. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, do it, uh, I had such a such a uh, a blast on on that show and 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 watching the, some of the greats do it. I mean, I, I Edward James almost. I, I got to meet him uh, for the first time. He's it's literally a night shoot, and as I'm finished, as I finish getting strung up and killed, uh, he's just now walking on set. I'm leaving. I'm wrapped. And so he's walking past me and I'm like, Oh my God, this is my chance. It's my chance. I get to, I get to, I get to introduce myself to, to Edward James almost. He's a legend in the, in the yeah. Latin community. Like, like, like I yeah. grew up watching, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so I go, I come up to him. I'm like, Oh my God. So, so, so good. To, so good to meet you. Uh, um, I, I shake, shake his hand like this. And he's like, Oh, bless you. <laughs> And I did like literally my heart stopped there for a second. And, and I was like, thank you. And I just, that's it. That was, that was, I don't even think, honestly, I don't even think he knew who I was. I thought, he, Bro, I thought maybe he thought I was a, a, a like a gaffer or something. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think he still knows who I am, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, I, and for no other reason, I don't go up to him. Cause I like, I don't want to bother him. Right. You know what I mean? And at the same time, like, we've never done a scene together. So it's very easy for him to really not know who I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just kind of stay in my lane, bro. I, I focus on my little world. No, I respect all these dudes, you know, and, and you know, it what brings me to kind of the idea of there's going to be a youngster, you know, that watches you and one day will say you are his inspiration. Mm. 
You know what I mean? And there's a, a lot of people that hit me up and say, how do I get into acting? And it's one of these hard things to answer. I've found it's like, yo, we're all still hustling this grind. Right. And at the same time, you can't just say, Hey, get me an audition. You have to show me you fucking are making efforts towards the craft of acting, right? Like the theater aspect and the craft of, of acting is something that is so important to someone like you and someone like me. It's not just about the fame. Like the fame is actually to me, I've told my wife, like it's an inconvenience to get stopped and eating a burger. You know, I, you know, I, I want to just eat my burger, but I also appreciate the, the, what, what follows of being on the Mayans is people wanted an autograph or a picture like, cool. Cool. But none of that motivates me for acting. What motivates me is the challenge of of portraying a whole different character. Like it is fun, but I want to make it honest in every, you know, every job I take. You know, and so I think there's sometimes do you do you get the youth hitting you up and like probably what would be your, you know, words of wisdom for some people wanting to get because there's a lot of veterans who listen to this and a lot of them want to get into acting and i try and help them all you know what i mean but you know i'd love to get some insight from someone like you what is the answer for them or what are some things you can give them yeah yeah look um i mean it's not for everyone this industry isn't isn't for everyone and and i think um i think ultimately it's about sustainability i think it's um a lot of people quit you know a lot of people start they move to la or new york city or even atlanta now they move there and they think, okay, let me let me do the basics. Let me get my headshots. Let me, uh, you know, get you know, start submitting myself to different projects. Non-union, I started doing that. Let me work background. Those are the first things that I did: headshots, uh, uh, student films, uh, background. I think that's the 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 main start for everyone. Uh, you know, but then nothing happens for a year. Uh, no auditions uh, you submit to agencies and agents and managers if you if you are managers are even now acting as agents that's interesting now that that that's changed a bit but in the industry um but it, 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 when nothing happens people quit so, and and they think oh well well you know didn't happen in a week i like i've been doing this like 24 hours a day like i've been submitting myself nothing happened and people wonder why, and, and that's and that's. I think it's all about sustainability. You have to. It's a it's a mental thing. It's a mental fuck being in this industry. Is that you have to, you have to just. It's a, it's a marathon. You know. It's, it's. I've been doing this now. God, I I think my first play was in the the third grade. You know, I I did plays in the third grade, and I I've been doing plays throughout high school. And I went to a college that was a a theater college and I didn't really start professionally auditioning until after college. So it's tough. I mean, uh, it's, it's a tough career, but if I would say um, for someone who hasn't had the journey like me, maybe, maybe it hasn't been in plays or musicals and, but is interested in getting involved because I I will say you can, and it's never too late to to get started. Um, But the sooner you do it, the better, um, for you. Um, but I think just educate yourself on people who have done it like you. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe not in the theater realm. You know, I grew up in theater and musicals and I sing also. So, so, you know, uh, that's how I learned. I learned in community theater and hugely, I, I, I think I hugely recommend even adults getting into community theater as well. Um, just to kind of understand how that works. It's a, it's a bit of a different process than 
uh, TV and film. But if you want to get to TV and film, uh, get into TV and film, I think ultimately what agents need in order to book jobs, I think the, the, you need an agent. Um, so in order to get an agent, an agent has to see, it's like a, it's like sports. They need to be able to see what you can do, right? You need to be able to offer something yeah. and, and that requires experience that requires, uh, you know, uh, um, a real, I think the, the most important thing that you can do is start filming shit on your own. That's um, it. I mean, you, I mean, you did it. I mean, you, I, I watched your short film recently. Um, so, so same, something like that, you know, it doesn't need to be super fancy like yours or, or, you know, you know, shot on a nice camera or with good audio, even it could have no sound and, and you could be doing all the acting with your eyes. You're really just telling the story with your eyes. And, and I swear to God, that can book you a job. Uh, oh, for sure. So, so put yourself on tape like football players. They have a fucking highlight reel of all of their plays in order to get into the NFL. They have to, they have to put, they always say that I watch the mic'd up NFL things or whatever. They're always like, they're like, put that on tape, you know, put that on tape, you know, and, and it's true. Same, same thing with us actors and even musicians as well. Everyone has um, a reel that is basically, that is your leverage. That yeah, is your, your highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so if you're just starting out, what do you do well? People, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I want to play a role like the Joker. Well, write something for yourself that is in the vein of the Joker. Light it, you know, with whatever you have and use natural light even. Write a monologue and and, and film yourself with that. And that is a start. Um, that way you can kind of see what you're capable of also. Bro, that, that's huge. It's funny. We, we live in a time, you know, my, I'll tell you, my road to being an actor is a very unorthodox one, but it's kind of the more common one now, right? Like yes. I did theater in college, right? But uh, I didn't pursue it. I started doing YouTube and then YouTube, I created a movie. Me and my buddies, we produced our own movie. I was like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And it was a terrible movie, but it was what made me like, yo, I can do this. And so I started doing but improv. You. Yeah. And then I did improv comedy and I love that. And then I did my short film, the black and white one that you've seen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so then when, when, you know, when uh, the casting director, you know, um, Wendy wanted my reel and stuff, I put all that together. That's what helped me book it. It's the stuff I already did. It's this improv comedy thing with dads and parks. It's, it's this shitty movie I did with the highlights of me. It's my highlight reel. It's my, my, my little film I made, the black and white. That's where she saw I could do some kind of drama, right? It's exactly, it was, I put in the work because I just started filming and it's this day and age where all I had to do, these cell phones, these iPhone damn things are so good. This right here alone without, without lighting and without sound can do you justice as an actor, yeah. just as good as anything else, dude. And, and people, people want to make excuses. People want to want all this, you know, all these reasons why they're not doing it. And the end of the day to me, it's like, wake the fuck up and do it, man. Like you got to do the work. Yeah, I think yeah, everything is at our, that is our industry right now. Everything is at our fingertips. Um, I mean, they're shooting uh, uh, live action, huge budget films with iPhones. They're, Crazy. They're, they're doing. They're 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 using the iPhone. They're using the GoPros even yes. uh, too. Yeah. But I think I think uh, what is a story? You know, how do you how do you tell a story? Do you need? a big fancy Alexa camera that's a $40,000. No, no. Uh, what, uh, I mean, I've, some of the best stories that I've heard and seen are 
have happened right in front of me in person with no camera around, you know, yeah. uh, by my, my, my grandfather sitting in the living room and being like, Mio, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. You know, like this is how, you know, so, so as a storyteller, I would, I would encourage people who are trying to be, be actors is to become the student and understand why, like break it down. Like, let's go back. Like, why do we watch television and film to be entertained why why do we why do we like to be entertained because we like to hear stories why do we like to hear stories maybe it's because when we were kids our parents would read us stories in the, in the or our grandparents or whatever you know it's like an age-old tradition so so break it down and understand what your story is and try and share that I, every every screenwriter all, all, any screenwriting class that I, I took screenwriting class in, in college or whatever and all they said was write what you know, you know, uh, uh, people respond to who you are because no one is like you. Right. Uh, yeah. We, no. are, we are super unique. Right? right. We're unique. We're unique and no one has ever walked your steps, but we're also so relatable that we all experience the same kind of traumas. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the yes. crazy we're thing. Unique, like, but we're the same. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that. Wow. And, and, and it's, it's, it's the thing like so my process you know i i've lived a very experienced life right a very very colorful of every gambit you can think of uh, i've been i've been a shooter as much as i've been the lover and the fighter in my life genuinely right i've gone to war and then i come back i become a medic right and i've had this dichotomy of my life my whole my whole life it's the healer and the killer right it's the, it's the it's the tough mm -hmm. guy and the, and the and the crier right and this thing is there's so many different levels to this in my life that I think is what's brought acting has been almost therapeutic for me to be able to play all these in between that I didn't get to do in my real life, as well as I'm able to pull from a lot of the experiences of love and empathy and death and pain and trauma. And so where uh, I really fall in love with with acting because I get to play these characters that the world would probably not see me as. A lot of people see me as this big tough guy, like, bah, cool. But I played uh, recently a film of a, of a guy who was dying um, and had a lot of emotion. And it was beautiful because people see big, scary me and don't see that there's a heart. But like, bro, I watch these fucking auditions on America's Got Talent and cry. You know what I'm saying? Because I love life, right? I love seeing uh, you know, how things are. And so I, my process in acting is probably a little different than most, but I pull from a lot of my own experiences. And so, you know, real curious of you, what do you do to keep your acting skills, say, fresh or sharp when you're in between gigs? Is there something you do or do you just kind of always, always have it on hand with you? It's interesting. Uh, talking about uh, acting process, I, I, I I'm not sure I have a Stanislavski or, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Or technique or any, I, I'm not sure I use that. I, I always used to kind of, uh, this is mean maybe, but uh, I always used to kind of make fun of the people in college that were like super, you know, oh, you know, yeah. do all, all this, you know, I'm more of a, um, I feel like I'm more of an instinctual yeah. kind of, I need to feel it out kind of shit, you know? And I think, before each before i go on set actually today i'm going to do this um i like to run each scene like 50 times just do it 50 times and i literally have a counter i just want to count fifth i just want to count how many times i do it and then 
the last 10 times I'll film my, I'll put the camera on and I'll film myself. So, so the first 40 times I do it, I'm just like, as reading it, getting through the lines, just speed through the lines. Just want to make sure that I have the lines, you know? And then the last time I do it, like we used to say in theater, like with feeling, <laughs> you know, or like, a, you know, just do it, do it with feeling this time and keep in mind the, the camera. It's like, a, it's like another eye essentially. Yeah. Um, so, so then you try and, and you try and like let the camera in and, or not let the camera in at times. I think it's a little bit. I love technical. that. No, but I love that. Yes. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't know if I have a process, but, uh, but uh, for me, I've, I've gone, I've been on sets where I literally have a single line and I, I you know, I rehearsed it a, a million times. And that's why I say only 50 times because 50 times, ain't that much you know yeah. uh, in the grand scheme of things i mean who uh, anthony anthony hopkins runs his shit like two thousand times or something his lines i'm like whoa okay like that's intense um but he's a master so so it's interesting so so at what point does it become too much too much you know uh, yeah I've got, I, I i'll tell you a story about uh i went to go test for a um big show kids would know this show it's called um stranger things they flew me out to huge show bro huge show huge yeah i, I want a really cool experience and i like to tell the story because it's a perfect example of, of working something maybe a little too hard uh i, I they flew me out to uh, atlanta i went and tested millie bobby brown walks in my scenes with her and like she's just a she's like a young meryl streep or something like she she she's got this different she's got she's like um an alien she's like an alien uh, that's how, that's what i would say she she is she walks in and she's just like oh, hi hello how are you and, you know like really sweet really sweet um very confident and she's just rolling tears dude like in our scene like camera's not even on her and, and she's just like like tossing tears that's she's a, she's a giver she's a giver she's she isn't she's just a powerhouse actress yeah. um um anyway so so i go in and I, i'm thinking like damn i duffer brothers are chilling standing by like walking me through the house the stranger things house and they're like oh so this is blah 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 and, and I, I i'm i'm like ready you know like i i'd rehearse this shit a million and one times you know these two scenes that i have to do or whatever go in and this just goes to show you that we are human beings you know like we we have we have blood pumping through our veins constantly and a lot of people say like oh how do you deal with those how do you deal with those nerves i'm like well, you don't you don't you you're you, you you we're human beings we all feel the same we all we all pump the same fucking blood i sit down after running the lines a million times and we go over it and 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 duffer brother action oops i'm sorry what's the line i'm oh, sorry and i'm like i forgot the first fucking line Okay, this is a screen test that I'm doing, right? Yeah, big. And 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 I just remember being so disappointed. I me I remember oh. being so disappointed in myself that that I could not wrap my head. And after that, after I got the first, it was fine. But and and the acting was fine, and and it didn't feel. I de well, it's never super comfortable. That's why auditioning, I feel like, is a weird thing. But 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 I go home. I get off the plane. My agent calls me and he's like, Hey, you know what? They, and they, um, thank God they, they told me right away that I didn't get it. But I remember just being kind of, I kind of, um, I kind of was crushed by it because such a huge opportunity, obviously, but I like literally fell to my knees. I'll never forget that. Uh, I like just on the phone. I wasn't like super 
crying or anything, you know, super uh, sad, but I was just a little bummed, you know, and I, I just remember just chilling on the ground with my bags and like, hmm, fuck, okay. Uh, and then you go on and, and, and I learned later that they casted a girl in, in my role. So, so. You can't be that offended. And nothing to do yes, with it. It had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with the the more uh, feminine entity coming in and being um, uh, an energy towards her character and helping her through that that yeah. period of time. You know, so it had nothing to do with me essentially. Um, so, so, so it, that just goes to show you. It's the funny thing though about this career that one role could genuinely change your life. You know. In, in financially to me, I think financially is a big one. Like I would love mm -hmm. to find that financial freedom where I'm like, oh, cool. Now I can work just because I love it. Not that I'm chasing my bills anymore, you know? And that's yes, another sir. side of us that like two parts. I want to make this a career because financially uh, it would, I would love to be able to just pay off my bills too, because I love the art of it, you know? And so finding something that meets both is uh, uh, gorgeous and having it so close in hand and then missing you're like ah oh, oh yeah it's annoying it's a it's, it's a bummer but there's so many things and that's and that's the that's the hard part about this industry is that you, you i mean i think i i I, tr I try and track my auditions and if there's any actors out there who are watching this that that want a a, a pro tip track each one of your auditions i keep track of the the where i well before covid we we actually drove to auditions <laughs> um you know uh, I would track the location. I would track the the network, the casting director, the everything, all of the specifics of that particular audition, and I track everything. And at the end of the year, I look at it. and I'm like, okay, so I went out on a, a hundred and two auditions, and I booked two of them. Pretty good, actually, <laughs> uh, in the grand scheme of things. Like that, two percent is uh, or one percent is a. Uh, not bad, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things. And, and, but that's what it looks like. And, but if you are one that is sensitive to being told that they're not good enough or, or, or someone who is being, or if you're sensitive to um, not being chosen first on the basketball team, this may not be the career for you. I will say you have yes. to have a tough ass skin and you have to be like, all right, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't give a fuck. If you cast me, I don't give a fuck. If you choose me on your basketball team, I I'm going to keep going no matter what, you know? Yeah. So, so there is that level of grit that you got to have um, to be in this industry because yeah, I mean, ultimately it is, it's like, it's like 10 to 15 people choosing you to be a part of their project because they, and they all have to agree. So yeah, it's and it's and it's person, not, right? and sometimes they have a visual of what they want already before you even walk in the room. You know what I mean? It's yeah. this funny thing. There's so many levels to it that it's not about just acting; it's about appearance. So many things that, you know, I stopped stressing about the auditions and said, "I'm going to give them what I would like from mm -hmm. this." And if they don't like it, okay. And it's made it made this whole thing less stressful, right? You sit here and be like, oh, I think they want this. Like, fuck that. This is a cool character. I'm going to play it this way. <laughs> bah! And I hit them with it, right? And you don't get it. I'm like, cool. At, at least I did it in the way that I wanted to, right? And and I feel good about that. You know, it yeah. it helped me. It helped me in, in just my approach the trick. to it. That yeah. is the trick. And 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 you know what? I, I haven't always been doing that. I, I, I've, I've maybe been doing that in the past two years. Um, so good for you for figuring that out right away. And, and maybe that's why you book something big right, right away, because you don't give a fuck. And I think, yeah. um, I, I, I've worked a lot in the commercial 
realm of the acting side of things first. I, I, I took commercial acting class when I was like eight years old. My dad drove me from San Jose. I'm from the Bay Area. San Jose to San Francisco every Sunday for kids on camera. It was a, a kids acting, uh, commercial acting. And that was my first experience with it. And then I booked a you know, couple things, non-union when I was young and had an agent in San Francisco or whatever. And then I moved to LA and um, that was where I felt pretty strong because commercials are like, are like little movies, you know, like crammed into to 30 seconds, you know? So how do you tell a story in blink of an eye, you know? Um, so, so a commercial for me is the, was the ultimate training for me in terms of, okay, here's the camera. Here's what we need. We need to see your eyes and go and action, you know, like uh, a bite into the hamburger, you know, like uh, there's, there's that, there's that little level of like, uh, of um, intensity because his commercials, man, they yeah. spend so, and people don't realize how much money they spend on these commercials. Oh, millions. bro. Millions. Especially, yeah. especially these Super Bowl commercials, man, that they, they spend two, <laughs> close to $2 million on, on, 15 seconds. On 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah, like, what the hell? Um, so so I think that's where you kind of understand. Or I, I think I was trying to say, like, as soon as I started walking into auditions where I was like, oh, okay, well, like, whatever, like, I'm here, you're here. Cool. What do you need? You know, like, oh, okay, let's, cool. And then you're just pleasant and you're happy to be there. You're easy to work with. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think casting and I think producers respond to somebody who is just there and we're gonna you know it's a collaborative effort yeah it's all good and I, I have some ideas i'll bring some ideas to the table and that's my job as the actor to just bring in some ideas and and uh, whatever's in the script we can kind of go with that but we can kind of go off of that a little bit too i'm i, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting here if um uh maybe my guy is you know blah blah blah, blah. you know like i i think you can you know you can go on forever but to not be married exactly to what, and I mean, there are special cases. If yes. if it's Aaron Sorkin's script, then you don't want to fuck with Aaron Sorkin's script. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you say it how Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Okay, uh, but but other than that, I think we are we are allowed to bring some ideas, and a lot of people are is too scared, too afraid to to make that choice you know yeah. you walk in the room and you're a fucking robot like that's not what they want you know they they want somebody who's confident in themselves even if your heart is beating yeah. even if your heart is beating really fast like fake it bro like turn that shit on you know like you're good like like Love i'm it. good you know, let's go dude so i'm gonna tell you besides acting you blew me away the other day with your song Oh man, thank you. The song you did was incredible. And I oh, almost man. didn't even want to show my wife because she's like, babe, you didn't sing me a song. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you inspired me. Was, you sent me your shit. And I'm like, damn. Okay. So like let me let me go like let me go do something in this hallway over here. It was great. It was great. And you sounded freaking incredible. Um, okay. any of you guys who are listening, go over to his Instagram. He has it on there. It was his Valentine's Day gift to his wife, who the first time he hasn't been with her in three years. And, and mm -hmm. you know, you guys have a really cool relationship. I've been watching, following that. And, and I know what that's like, man. I, I've missed a lot of things in my life and it sucks. And, and I guess, you know, me being in California, every time I come to California to film, I, I, I come back home with something and I say something as in uh, the first season of mine is I wrote a book. You know, the second season I started doing music and then 
third, you know, like write a script this season. I'm, I'm in college full time. So I'm doing things like, let me come home and show you. I didn't waste time. I showed up and worked. And then times I was off, I, I, I gave some value to the family, you know? And so I love that you did that song. I thought it was beautiful. It, you know, it's not easy to do. And you sounded fucking incredible, dude. Oh, dude, thank you so much. That means a lot. I, I mean, I've always been um, interested in songwriting. I, I've been interested in, in singing. I have a I have a music duo. Um, we've been working for years, and you know, I think the music industry is kind of a weird, like really sketch thing. You know, the music industry is kind of more plastic than the entertain than the acting side of things. I think it's more yeah. plastic. You know. Well, it's here's the deal: the people that we know and see. Uh, is marketed by the by their record labels the with with, yeah. with millions and millions and millions of dollars, and if you fall into that system, you are nothing more than whatever they want you to be, and that's just exactly. the truth behind it. We we know this, and so here's here's a cool thing. I would love to invite you sometime to do some music with me and my producer. Um, we have multiple different licensing uh, deals right now with selling to TV shows. Uh, and you know, there's money to be made there, dude. It's a really cool. I lost you. I'm trying to there you fucking, are. Sorry. I was trying to, uh, what's the, what's the question? Sorry. Repeat it one more time. So I'd love to invite you to come out and do some music with me and my producer sometime in the Valley. And, uh, we've oh, been yes. able, yeah, we've been able to do some cool things and we've, we've signed on with a few, a few companies that are now, um, shopping our stuff around on some TV, some major TV and films, you know, so it's a way to make a little bit of money on the, in the on this music side and as well as let the world get the world, uh, to hear your music. Dude, I mean, I are you kidding? I would love that. Are you kidding? I you sound like a fucking angel in your song that you sent me the other day. I'm like, what the hell? Like, damn, how did you how did you, how do you get it to sound so good? Like the reverb and the you know, I don't know if you have any like tuning on your voice, but holy shit, it sounds so clean and beautiful. Uh, so, I learned so, I, I learned it from the military singing cadences. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, so that makes that makes sense. I mean, your 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 tone and your your you have a um, you have a gravel to your voice that I wish that I naturally had. You know, I I you know it's so funny. Like I I grew up watching other um, you know kind of folk singers and and in college I I had this friend um, James Bias. Shout out to James Bias. He he was a huge inspiration to me. I talked to him one time and he's I was like, well, how do you? I was like, how do you sound like that? Like how do you how do you get your voice to sound so, you know, kind of. How, how do you get that pain to come out in your voice? I mean, it's a lot like acting in a way, but he's like, well, listen to some of your favorite people. Like, li like he's like, I like, I love Bob Dylan. He's like, listen to fa some of your favorite people and then blend the the styles together, yeah. you know? And, 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 and so we can kind of, you know, fold how we want to sound into, um, into what we want to, you know, let out or whatever. And I think ultimately it's about, I think, um acting and i think music i think it's all about feel you know so yeah. so if so basically we're prof you and i are professional feelers <laughs> yes and, and that does not surprise me when you say that you cry at um, the you know watching america's got talent or whatever it does not surprise me i feel like um that is a that is not weak to me that that is that is strength you know to, to be to be able and a lot of people don't get that like i grew up in a very machismo house like my, my dad was like hey what what are you crying for you what you know like hey stop crying stop crying what are you what the hell are you doing be a man you know it was like that and that was what i learned was the um epitome of strength and 
and my wife teaches me shit now that I'm I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. So that I learned that wrong. I I, yeah. I I've been doing this shit wrong this entire time. And she brings some shit up to me sometimes and she's like, no, that's you know, that that is incorrect the way you learned that. And and yeah. and, and and the beautiful thing is that we can unlearn that shit. Yeah. We can change whatever we want to change at any given moment. And it, it, we just got to make that choice. It takes about 10 to 12 seconds to decide to wash that dish and put it in the, on the, on the side and, and not fucking leave it in the sink, you know? So, so, so take, take the 10 to 12 seconds and say, well, let me not be a fucking idiot right now. And let me just get it done now rather than leaving it there with all the fucking food on the plate. You know, yeah. like I think it's the little things in our life that we can change um, immediately. And then everything else will kind of bleed into it. Like, Oh, Oh, a pet peeve of mine. Can you hear me? Okay. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, I got you. We're good. Uh, pet peeve of mine. And there's a, even an Instagram now that, that has this shit. It's called a, a cart narcs pet peeve of mine. I was just going to say that dog. Fuck me, dude. I hate it when I hate it when people don't take their damn cart back. It's like, is it really that challenging to not take your cart back? Are you really I mean, okay. The people that I understand are maybe handicapped people. Okay. When, 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 you know, you actually use the cart to keep yourself up. I get that. I get that. And and if you want to leave it, I, I get that. That's why you, they have workers or whatever for the handicapped folks who, who have trouble, you know, I get that. But for the people who have full functioning legs and arms and, you know, you, you know, you're thriving, take the shit back. So I think it starts with, um, putting little things into your life. Hi, mom. My, my cat is, she's like, she's like, what are you doing? She's like, why are you here? Uh, you know, I think that's where it starts. So we got to kind of implement little things in our lives in order to get to where we want it. it I think it correlates with everything. Everything, everything. bro. Everything. Start that's putting the little pieces together. You'll start to see some return on investment. Right? Love it. Bro, this has been great, man. This hour has gone by so fast. Oh, Real wow. quick, uh, what I would love for you to do is plug all your stuff. We're going to have to circle back on this again sometime. But please plug where they can find you. They can listen to your music. They can check out some of your shows. I know you were on Criminal Minds in 2005, uh, Scandal right in 12, 20, uh, 2012, and then uh, An Animal Kingdom in 2016. So, that, you mean, you've been doing work for years. Um, and anything you want to plug, please, this is your time. Oh, thank you so much, man. And, and, you know, to, to the people that are, are listening that want to want to be in the entertainment industry, uh, I, I, let me just tell you right now, it is possible. Um, and you just have to want it bad enough. There is somebody out there who is, who is super talented, super experienced, um, you know, trained actor or musician or artist, poet, whatever. There are those people. Okay. And then there are the people that don't have that training and 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 that work their ass off and like uh, do do the work on on their own. And then you start to see those people surpass the the, the um, naturally gifted and talented people. So I guess my recommendation would be to work your ass off to um, get to that point and and do the things on your own. You know, I think one thing that I always like to say is. Um, don't be careless, just care a little less about it too. I think if you are putting so much weight on having it done quickly, quickly and, and, and getting it done right now and blah, 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 you know, don't, don't be, be a little easy on yourself and, and know that it will take time to, 
um, you know, get to where you want to go. You know, I, I, you can you can follow me on Insta- Instagram. I have a, a an Instagram Philip Philip A Garcia P H I L L I P A Garcia. I don't I don't really I don't know. I'm not a big plugger, I guess. But uh, uh, yeah, man, I, keep an eye out for me. I got some things happening. I got um, I don't know, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, I think I think that the the best part of this career for me is to be able to share with people like you, dude. And, and I, I, it means a lot, truly, um, especially your comment um, you're sitting across the table from me on the mindset that, that truly means a lot um, from, from one artist to another. So, so thanks again, man, for having me and um, uh, keep doing what you're doing. I, you're making us all proud, man. And, and your community is, is a really proud and strong community. So, so, so um, continue to do that. I, I think that is so cool. Um, what you're doing with uh, Thank you, your, better, your better in, um, um, project. It, it, it's it, truly inspirational um, to me. Thank I, would you, love to, I would love to start a uh, foundation myself at some point. Um, so, so keep doing what you're doing. And I'll keep up with you, obviously. Um, yeah, for and, sure. Hopefully we get to work together soon, huh? Shit. Maybe they bring me back. Maybe they bring me back from the dead on mine. <laughs> so we'll do the zombie version, the zombie version. <laughs> yes. I'm down. I'm down. But, uh, cheers to you, brother. And, and, oh, and your family is so beautiful. By uh, the way. Thank Dude, you so much. Your, your family is goals. Your family is goals. You, I, I want a family like yours for sure. Uh, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you, man. Well, when you get back to town, let's get some coffee or something. Let's just kick it. Yes, sir. I'm down. All right, brother. Will you take care, man? Thank you for your time. And uh, I'll make sure I put some links in there for you so people can find you. Oh, thank you, brother. Later, everybody. Thank you.